Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. This is episode 55, Stop Hiding. I've realized lately that one of the manifestations of my recovery is that I don't feel like I have to hide anymore. It used to be that I felt like I couldn't show people who I really was. One of the ways that I hid was by isolating. And another way that I hid was by lying. For me, the main form of my lying had to do with people pleasing. I would say that I was happy to do things for and with other people that I really didn't want to do, but I didn't want them to know who I really was. I was hiding from them. The other day, I came across something that I had written in my recovery journal that said, if we have no boundaries in our families, we tell lies so we can have privacy. Secrets stood in for boundaries. Now that I have boundaries, I don't have to hide. Now that really resonated with my experience in the last couple of weeks because I've talked about not needing to hide anymore several times with fellows in the past couple of weeks. One of the reasons I don't feel like I need to hide anymore is that I don't feel like I have to hide the fact that I am flawed. I have accepted that I have flaws. Somehow I absorbed the notion that I wasn't allowed to let anybody know that I was imperfect, that I had flaws. I really judged myself, at least subconsciously, for having flaws, which is why I didn't want to show them. It seemed like it was a weakness. I somehow must have thought that everybody else must have it together or something like that. This was definitely not a conscious thought. As I've mentioned before, this has to do with the denial that comes from growing up in a dysfunctional family. Denial is the glue that holds dysfunctional families together. This is likely why I couldn't see these things. And I'm reminded of what I said in some of my earlier episodes about denial, which could stand for didn't even notice I'm a liar. That's how thick the denial is. So that's why all of this stuff was outside my awareness. That is subconscious until I went through the 12 steps of recovery. That is, if you've been listening on the podcast for a while, you know that unlike many people in recovery who suffer from low self-esteem, I actually suffer from arrogance. I don't want to be arrogant. I don't want to have arrogant thoughts, just like people with low self-esteem don't want to have low self-esteem. But I do have arrogant thoughts. And I was talking with a sponsee recently about arrogance. And he said, you know, arrogance is very likely just a cover up for not feeling good enough. And I've never heard it stated quite so plainly before, but I believe that to be true in my experience. I've talked about low self-esteem and arrogance being the opposite sides of the same coin. And the coin is you're not the right amount of whatever. What's really cool about recovery is once I started to accept that I have flaws, that I'm imperfect, I never, I didn't feel like I needed to hide anymore. For example, lying if I made a mistake. Now, instead of lying or trying to cover it up, I just say, oops, I fucked up. 
And I don't feel a complete flood of shame and guilt or like I'm a horrible person or that if there's another person involved, they're going to hate me. A wonderful bonus from all that is that I cut other people slack for being human as well. I am much more tolerant of other people's weaknesses and imperfections. We're not meant to be perfect. The only people who may have actually achieved perfection are people like Buddha and Jesus and Muhammad. And we don't even know for sure if they were perfect, but I'm not any one of those beings. So I get to to be someone who is flawed and I don't need to hide that anymore. I get to mess up. And now because of recovery, I know what to do when I mess up. I own it. I make amends if necessary. And then I change my behavior. In addition to knowing how to handle things once I do mess up, I also have a bunch of tools now for how to prevent messing up so much. For example, I've learned to directly communicate with other people. If I want or need something, I ask for it instead of either hoping that someone will figure it out or trying to manipulate the situation to get what I want or need. If I have a dilemma and I really can't figure out what to do, I hand it over to my higher power. I can also reach out to another human being, especially my sponsor, to get their feedback because I know that I'm not alone. It's okay to show my flaws like not knowing. That's not actually a flaw, but somehow I thought it was. I don't have to be super self-sufficient like I used to be. I have other tools from the program as well. I mentioned in episode 50, a couple of different worksheets I've used a number of times. One is called 12 Stepping a Problem and the other one is a 10 Step Turnaround. And those have really helped me. And one of the things that I found out every time I do those worksheets is that every time I have a really difficult problem and I work it through the steps, 100% of the time, the result is I'm the problem. Now, for some of you, that may sound like it's horrible, but actually it's really good news because if I'm the problem, that means I can actually do something about the problem. Whereas if the source of all my problems was other people around me or the world around me, then I'm screwed. But when I'm the source of my issues, I can do something about them. And when I say I'm the source of the problem, what I mean is often it's things like I had an unrealistic expectation of someone or an unvoiced expectation of someone. I was being judgmental. I wanted some kind of special treatment. I was acting out of a defective character. Well, all of that is just part and parcel of being a human. So now that I can see what I'm doing, I'm not completely paralyzed with shame and guilt over being flawed because of all of this stuff. So now I just go, oh, that's right. I'm a human. And I do what I need to do to clean it up. I ask for forgiveness or I make amends and I change my behavior. I don't need to hide anymore because now that I know, now I know that I am flossom and you are too. You're flawed in your awesomeness and you're awesome in your flawedness. Just because you're flawed doesn't mean you're not awesome. And just because you're awesome doesn't mean you're not flawed. So take that notion with you, my friends. Go out there and be flossom. 
there's no need to hide. That's it for today. If you like what you've heard here, then you just might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, head on over to my website, which is higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com and click on the contact menu. I'd be happy to schedule a consultation with you to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can be sure to get future episodes of my podcast. Thanks again.